So. Well, we're so excited to be here. This is David. I'm Joanna. And we are the Herobedians VirtualChurchMedia.com. Thank you so much for having us. We're going to have a fun time today. That's right. They okay. were on on the show with us uh, several years ago when we were over at KKLA. And I remember the very first time that I met Joanna and David. It was just a breath of fresh air. I mean, you just God sent. These are definitely messengers from God, messengers, yeah. instruments of God. You can just see the Holy Spirit um, just in there. When, when, the moment you meet them, unbelievable. You could just see the God, you know, um, messengers on earth for the Lord. And I'm so excited. Um, very uplifting and encouraging, just a little bit um, my experience. These are some warriors. You're talking about some warriors. You call them up, by the time you finish speaking with them, you're built up. you built back up. And that's a blessing to have uh, people in your, you know, individuals in your life like that. So I want to start with David. David, why don't you give us the short version of um, your testimony? David uh, was in prison for 19 years and some, some change, and... Um, unbelievable testimony. I'm sure a lot of our listeners and viewers um, probably seen or heard of the, uh, uh, David and Joanna. They've been on the 700 Club, a lot of radio shows, just so people do know them and, and most likely know the story. But for those of you who don't, I want David to share really briefly uh, his, his testimony about um, how he came to know the Lord behind bars. Oh, thank you so much. I love what you said. I was behind bars for 19 years and some change. I'll tell you what, there was change and transformation in that prison cell when Jesus visited me in 1990 in Leavenworth Penitentiary there in Kansas. A little background, I had a praying mother. I was raised in a Christian home, and uh, I went the wrong way. And many of you that are listening may have gone off the rails, but God is re-railing you. Maybe, maybe you have children that are prodigals. They're off the path, but God is going to bring them back in response to your prayers. And there's always hope. There's always redemption. And I was, uh, you know, uh, slowly cooked like a, a lobster in cold water where they turn the heat up. And the next thing you know, I had changed colors. <laughs> I was cooked in that pot. And sometimes you don't know how subtle the enemy will take you and sift you like wheat. I got involved in small-level drug trafficking while I was in college, as a freshman in college, and one thing led to another. It grew. The next thing I knew, I was making more money than my instructors were and had lost a healthy respect for um, college and education, and it grew from one thing to another. I was eventually arrested with a stolen Cessna Citation 2 jet, a Mercedes-Benz, and a bag of cash at a private airfield in Boca Raton, Florida. And the feds kind of came out of planes, trains, automobiles, I'd like to say, and uh, put 9 millimeter guns in my ear and ruined my orange juice morning. I didn't pass go. I didn't collect $200. But I spent the next 19 years, six months, a week and a day in federal prison as God did bring me the change. And he changed me from the inside out. And then he let me out, and so I'm loving the opportunity to share his goodness with others and see the change that happens with them through the power of God. 
Yeah, you got mixed up with um, involved with these cartels, correct? Yeah, it was the Kali drug cartel was, uh, you know, our our uh, connections. And we used to steal jets in the United States and then send them over to Kali, Colombia, where they were taken. And then we were paid in cash and cocaine and they were taken over to plantations and they did what they did with them to probably bring a lot of drugs back into the country. And God arrested me. And I like to say, uh, I wasn't arrested. I was rescued. Amen. Amen. And let me just say this one. Let me say this real quick. If a person goes to jail and they come out the same way they went into jail, they failed jail and they'll most likely have to repeat it. And a lot of people get into a fix, a situation, and they try to use a doctor or a lawyer or money to fix it. And if they can get out of this fix that they're in with a fix-it lawyer or a fix-it doctor, or they can get the situation fixed before they themselves are fixed on the inside, the devil will just fix another fix, or God will just have to fix another fix to fix them. So what I'm saying is if you're in a fix, let God fix you from the inside out. Matthew 6, Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these other things will be added to you. But if you get all the things first and you don't have him, what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and yet lose his soul? I was in penthouse apartments. We were flying around wherever we wanted to go on vacations and convertibles and beaches and all that stuff. But one day I woke up in that prison cell in Leavenworth Penitentiary where if you're not right with God, you're always just one heartbeat away from hell. And God began to answer my mother's prayers and sent Jesus into that prison cell. And I was radically transformed as he appeared before me and my co-defendant and the other person in the cell. And the glory of God rolled into that cell and the presence and the love of Jesus captivated us, and we were changed in his presence. Amen. Amen. Before, earlier uh, today, I was watching, um, in light of what you were saying, David, I was watching Sodom, Sodom and Gomorrah, and Matthew 6.33, I, I live by that um, scripture. It's one of my favorite. And... Um, like you said, what is it for man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? And that's what was happening in Sodom and Gomorrah. And, and, and today's world, the, the world we live in today, is worse than Sodom, Sodom and Gomorrah. And I encourage all of our listeners and viewers to watch that movie, Google it. The, um, I forgot the uh, uh, name of the actor, but watch Sodom and Gomorrah because that was just like um, – what David was sharing with you, it had all the lust, all the pleasures of the world, all the riches, and and they were just living this um, materialistic lifestyle. And then God came and He wiped wiped everything out. And um, I remember uh, the, the uh, uh, one of my favorite parts is where uh, Lot's wife he told her not to look back. God said, "Don't look back because." It, it would turn into a pillar of salt. Once God takes you out 
of the world. Don't look back. Don't go back. David didn't look back. When David was delivered from prison, and what a blessing. He never complained about being in prison. He, that was God. If God got to put you in prison, if God has to put you on a sick bed, he will do anything he needs to do to get you to save your soul. And that's what he did to David. He met, he had David. Uh, it was his arrangement that David was in prison behind those bars because that's where Jesus met David. And that's why his testimony is so encouraging. And it gets even better. After he served those over 19 years in prison, God totally changed his life. And I want him to introduce his beautiful queen and you were celibate before you met your queen for how, how long, David? I was single and celibate 25 years, 20 of it behind bars, and then about five years uh, after I got out. I was pastoring a small congregation in Kansas City and just holding the line. And for me, it just wasn't an option. And the easiest way to overcome temptation is just take it off the table as an option. Just say, that's not an option. And it just disappears. But as I stood firm... And I was waiting on the Lord for a Proverbs 31 wife. God sent me into an encounter where I met a woman by the name of Joanna, who later would become my wife a couple of years later. So I'd like to introduce you to my lovely bride, who's more beautiful on the inside than the outside, but is also Miss America, Joanna, my lovely wife. Hey, oh, I like this. <laughs> Amen. Well, it's, it's such an honor to be here and to be able to speak with our, our listeners and viewers and share and inspire them and encourage them because God can do anything. And with God, all things are possible. Amen. And, and like David said, you got to get that lust, take that lust off the table. God cannot use a lustful man. He was celibate. He waited, he waited. And, and give me what did, I want to share with our listeners and viewers once again, what do you call, what scripture that you uh, call your wife? So I call her a Proverbs 62 woman because she's a double portion Proverbs 31 woman. And if you've never read Proverbs 31, that's the kind of wife you want to pray for. Whether you are not married, pray in a Proverbs 31 woman, a godly wife, a virtuous woman. And if you're married to a woman already, pray that God will transform her into a Proverbs 31. And if you're a woman, pray that God will transfer your, transform your husband and his presence into the man he's supposed to be. Amen. A woman of royalty. That's what she, Joanna, a woman of royalty. God has blessed David with a woman of royalty. And speaking of woman of royalty, there's a conference that uh, Joanna has coming up on April 29th and April 30th. Want to uh, let's share with our listeners and view about this conference that's coming up. What's all that? What's happening? Oh, well, I am really excited about that, Elisa. Um, part of my journey in becoming Ms. America was really, I had to come into myself and, you know, you, you talk a lot about identity and in, you know, in my past, I, I didn't know who I was and I, I didn't believe in myself and I, I didn't know that I was royalty. Isaiah 62.3, which is the conference theme, is, um, you are beauty in the hand of Jehovah. 
you are a royal diadem in the hand of your God. So that's the scripture theme of this conference. And God began to shift my identity over, you know, through my journey. And um, before I met David, I was single and celibate for 16 years. I was previously married and my picker was broken. And when that didn't work out, I, God had to fix my picker. So, um, and so the conference is, is about revealing the diamond within. Every woman is a beautiful, multifaceted, radiant diamond. And the thing that happens with diamonds over time is dust and grime and dirt begins to coat the diamond. So the diamond loses its sheen. So this conference is about how God is going to remove the, the, the grime and the dirt off the diamond. And we have incredible speakers who are coming. The theme is about the royal pillars of strength that every woman needs. She's got a pillar for her health. She's got a pillar for finances. She's got the emotional pillar. She has the spiritual pillar. Now, when one of those pillars is weak or unbalanced, then she doesn't have her full strength. So one of the things that we're going to do at this conference is we have um, what is called the Lazarus Encounter. And we're going to be doing that Friday night. And the Lazarus Encounter, we have an incredible evangelist who's going to be flying in uh, from the mission field. And name is Michael. And Michael is going to be um, playing Jesus. He's also an incredible actor with a phenomenal healing anointing. And um, so we're going to take the women through an immersive experience of taking off the grave clothes. And then Saturday, we're going to be going over the health pillar. And I have a, an amazing renowned naturopath who's going to be flying in from California to be doing the, the health pillar. I also have um, an incredible speaker who's going to be my feature guest speaker because part of this conference is also about launching the women. First, we want to get the tarnish off the diamond. Then we want to get them balanced and then we want to launch them. And so Lindy Stoller is an incredible and very well-known book and media strategist. And so she's going to be speaking about strategies how to strategize and jumpstart your career from wherever level you're at. And for my VIP lunch, Lindy is going to be specifically be talking um, to women who have a book idea. Every woman has a, a story in her. And, and these stories need to be told. So at our VIP lunch, Lindy's going to be do, teaching us how to get a book publishing deal. What do we need to strategize our book? And that will also include a 30-minute session after the conference. And then at the end of the conference, and there's so much more, but you can go to the website, womenofroyaltyconference.com, so you can look at all the speakers. But then at the very end, we're going to have a special crowning ceremony where all the, 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 the crowns of the Lord, these beautiful diamond women, are going to be crowned, and they're going to get launched, and I'm going to release a special impartation of blessing upon the women. So it's really going to be an incredible weekend um, as we've been praying and interceding for the women who are coming. Uh, we ha our intercessors have had visions of an angel standing behind every woman. We have special dance performances that are and uh, drama that's going to be done on Saturday. So we're going to use the arts and beauty and song and music and worship 
to really bring about a wonderful experience for the women where they're going to be encouraged, they're going to be inspired, they're going to meet other women because it's all about support, learning how to support each other and to help adjust each other's crown because we all are that royal diadem, that royal crown in the hand of our God. That is who we are in his hand. And so it's going to be an incredible time for everybody. So I am very excited. Wow, that sounds very anointed. Why don't you give us the names of the speakers again? Okay, so we have several speakers. So um, I also have them go to the website. So it's womenofroyaltyconference.com. That's womenofroyaltyconference.com. So one of our speakers is Michael Job. So Michael is an evangelist who's going to be flying in to do a special performance on Friday night. We have um, Zenobia Smith, who's known as the Kansas City Songbird. This woman can bring in the glory. Oh, my gosh. She is incredible. So she's flying in. We also have Pastor Jesse Ortega, who's an international pastor, her and her husband. They have a huge ministry to uh, South America and have an incredible Latin ministry. And our evangelist, um, she's going to be sharing her testimony. We also have Lindy Stoller, who is a book and media strategist. Lindy is my featured speaker. Lindy launched Tony Robbins. Lindy has worked with Michael Jackson. She's worked with A-lister stars. I mean, she's got an incredible resume. She's actually working with me. Uh, I've hired her to do my book. So we're working on my book that's going to be coming out. So I can tell you firsthand that she's absolutely incredible. She's the most, one of the most amazing strategists I've ever met. And we also have um, Pastor David, my husband, who's going to be teaching on Hope Deferred, which is a huge topic right now. You know, you were talking about, Elisa, earlier, um, the world that we live in right now is so crazy, and so many people are struggling with Hope Deferred, and that's going to tie into our Lazarus encounter. And then we also have, um, her name is, she's naturopath, Diane Wendell with OC Total Wellness, and she's going to be doing our health segment. And this woman is a general in the Lord. She's a mighty, incredible woman and does incredible work to help people in health and wellness. So we have an incredible lineup of speakers, and this is definitely something you don't want to miss. Amen. We're going to take a commercial break. You're listening to Reaching Out Radio, where God comes first always. We'll be right back after these messages. When it comes to taxes, things can get very complicated. Although everyone has loopholes, they still may not know where to look. Fortunately, John Wirtz knows exactly where to look. That's because he's an experienced tax specialist with a solid reputation who brings satisfying results to his loyal clients. What he does for them, he can do for you, too. I'm John Wirtz. Filing a tax return is an art in manipulating legal loopholes and not a definite science where one way fits all. I prepare all tax returns myself for all 50 states, including personal, partnership, and corporation. I'll find the maximum deductions and tax breaks to which you're entitled to receive. No return is too big or too small to save you money, which means you get to keep more of your hard-earned cash. Call me, and I'll show you what you've been missing. To avoid pitfalls and find your legal loopholes, call the deduction finder John Wirtz, spelled W-U-R-T-S, of John Wirtz Financial Services at 818-223-8222. 
818-818-8888. And check out his website, johnwordsfinancial.com. Call 818-223-8288 to make an appointment today. Once again, that's 818-223-8288. Hello, this is Robin of Robin Horton Insurance Agency. I am a local licensed Allstate agent. I know you heard the rumor that Allstate is expensive. However, prices now are more competitive than ever. I will love the opportunity to give you a quote. Please give me a call at 760-438-4442. Again, 760-438-4442. Thank you. If you're looking for quality socks, which offer your feet comfort, then Sock Panda is just for you. And here's owner Jonathan Howard to tell you more. Hi, Sock Panda started 10 years ago with the vision that socks could be colorful, fun, and fashionable. My original Sock Panda designs are a fashion statement, an expressive outlet, and a conversation starter. Made from soft Peruvian cotton and high quality materials, ranging from wild and crazy motifs to amazing colorful patterns. We have socks that are great for any occasion and fit just about every personality type. And for every order placed, we donate socks to someone in need. Sock Panda, the gift that keeps on giving. To place your order, visit Jonathan's website at SockPanda.com. That's SockPanda.com. And when you do, mention this promo code, REACHINGOUT15, for 15% off. Once again, that's REACHINGOUT15, for 15% off. Back to Sock Radio, where God comes first always. This is Ambassador Elisa. Joining me is our publicist and rope battle host, Jack Crane. And we are here with our special guest today. And Joanna was uh, speaking about the, the conference that's coming up in April, April 29th and 30th, 30th Women of Royalty Conference. Uh, this God has packed so much into this conference. I mean, they're getting so much um, food and, and strength and nourishment from from the, the Holy Spirit. In what order? I looked at the website. I went on this website of yours, Joanna. It's so... One thing I like about you, I admire about you, you are a woman of such order. Thank and, you. And God blesses order. It's your, your website is so... It's, you know, not dramatic. It's straight to the point, but very first class. Amen. Thank you. This is God. Another thing about this woman of God that I I remember when I met you many years ago, when I was over, when we were over at KKLA, Jack, you got to hear this. This this woman is Miss America, but not one ounce of vanity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, mostly when people are beautiful, like, you know, and, and, and I'm not judging, I'm exposing. When you have beautiful women who want from Miss America, you know, some of them are so vain. You, you agree, Jack? I mean, people can be so vain. We live in a very arrogant society. Not this woman. You would mm-hmm. never even think. I mean, when I met her, the humility, and I think that's what I admire so much about Joanna is, Yes, she's Miss America, spiritual Miss America for God. And, but she's so humbled. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Well, I'll tell you, that, that comes yeah. from being in the fire. 
<laughs> over time. And, you know, and, and that's how diamonds are, are birthed is through heat and pressure. And so when we allow, when we go through that pressure of life and we allow the Holy Spirit, we allow God to take us to those hard places, that is where we get refined. That's where the diamond gets its brilliance. You know, a radiant cut diamond, it has 70 multifacets in it, but it is so radiant. What creates that radiance is the fire and the pressure. So that's what this conference is about, is about God is now wanting to bring out that radiance in his daughters and his women. And, you know, in Flor- it's going to be held here in central Florida. So what more in Orlando? So what more of a beautiful place could we be to, to be refined and, and have the brilliance shine within us at this conference? Now, I'm going to turn it over to Jack, but before I do, I want to ask you a question. Now, tell us about how you became Miss America. What is, how did that happen? Well, so this is very, that's a great question, Lisa. Uh, I'll give you the short version. So um, there was a, you know, I, was, I mentioned earlier that I used to struggle with identity. I, di- I didn't know who I was. I thought I was ugly and I was a nobody and I, I was unworthy. And so I had heard these stories about how people had died and go to heaven. And I thought, I said, you know what, Lord, I want to go to heaven, but I don't want to die and I don't want to have something horrible happen. And, um, and so on my birthday, uh, I was just, you know, in meditation and prayer and and all of a sudden, I had this vision, this dream, and I was in heaven. And I was this beautiful ballroom, and all the hosts of heaven were there. I mean, this was the most stunning, spectacular ballroom you've ever seen. And I was in the middle of the, down, the beautiful dance floor, and, um, and I look, and I see Jesus across the room across the ballroom, and he's coming towards me. And as he's coming towards me, he lets me see myself the way he sees me. And I saw myself with this beautiful royal gown and this beautiful tiara on my head. And, and, and he completely shifted my identity. And he came to me and he took my hand and he danced with me. And then he charged me with this. He says, my daughters don't know they are a princess, they are a royalty, and I want you to remind them and tell them who they are around them. Now, at that time, I had no idea what that meant because I'd never been in a pageant. In fact, I was like you. I, I, well, I thought women who were in pageants were vain or whatever. And so then uh, a few years later, I ended up being in my first pageant, Ms. Orange County, and I, I won 2014. And that was when God opened up the, my platform, which is to crown women and girls, a royal princess of the King of Heaven. And my first crowning was at a quadriplegic home, and we crowned these girls and and released identity to them. And I had worked with the firemen, and um, they would give the, the girl a rose after she was crowned. Now, there was one young lady who couldn't come to the general service that we did, so we took the whole thing to her. But when we walked in, we, she wasn't responding, and so I called her name, and I'll just call her Julie for now. I said, Julie! And all of a sudden, she opened her eyes. And I said, we're here today to crown you a royal princess. And her eyes got all big. So we went over. We went through the whole process with her. We crowned her. And the fireman put a rose on her shoulder because, you know, quadriplegics have no arms or, or legs. They can't use them. And all of a sudden, she started talking. Well, we didn't know that Julie had been non-responsive until I called her name. She'd been non-responsive for five weeks. And then she had not talked in five years. 
and the nurses, and we all started crying. We were, I mean, God just moved, and it was powerful. So that was the beginning of my journey. So then fast forward, um, I had been eyeing the Miss America pageant um, for a few years, and finally the time was right for me to compete. And um, I only had two days to apply by the time I saw that, the, you know, when the competition was happening. And um, I asked David, my husband, I said, you know, do you think I should compete for this? And he says, yes, this is the right time for you to, for you to compete. And, um, and I did. So that's how my journey, this was a short version of how I transitioned and, and how I ended up competing for Miss America and I won the main title. And it's been, it's been amazing what God has done. And this is, your victory came on your birthday when you saw this, had this vision with the Lord? Correct. My what, vision was my birthday. What is, what is your, we don't need to know the year, but what, what month was that? What month? That was March, month, month of March. You got a birthday coming up. It's March now. I do. What, what day is your birthday? It's on the 22nd. Praise God. Happy birthday. Happy Earth Day. And many, <laughs> thank you. It is very rare that you see that type of, uh, uh, that you see beautiful, uh, uh, beautiful women with so much humility. And that's, that's Joanna. Beautiful, Jack. Absolutely beautiful. But yeah. you see the humility, like when you look at her, gorgeous. Oh, my gosh, beautiful. But it's something when you look at Joanna that it's almost like you see the beauty, but then it's overtaken by the humility. It's all mixed together. That, that's, that's very rare. That's a blessing from the Lord because you see the humility in her beauty. And she's so kind and so humble. I mean, she just, it was like when I met her, I was like, oh, my God, she's like this, this month, like, she has this mothering nature. Then she has this, she's like your mo- mother, your sister, your best friend, your spiritual counselor, all wrapped up in one. And every time I'm having a, a tough time, I call David and Joanna, and I'm, God, they have <laughs> such a gift from God. You know that when you're, you're calling them, it's like you're calling God. Like, I'm like, okay, God, I, I, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. And God said, Call my instruments, call call my ambassadors, call my um, representatives, and I will speak through them. So when you call them, they're talking, but you know it's coming from God. They have that unique gift. So I'm going to let Jack ask the question, and then we're going to get into the television show that that they're uh, that's coming up, their new uh, TV show that we're all excited about. Jack? You have quite a... Quite a compelling story there. I'm just listening to it, and it's uh, it's pretty uh, pretty amazing. I must say, so congratulations for uh, you know all that you've uh, attained. You know, um, you know, praise the Lord for that. You know, Thank you. yeah. And uh, hey, uh, I wanted to ask you. I hope that, I don't know if this question's been was asked previously, but what uh, what was it that brought you to to Jesus? Um, you know, what, what was there a specific um, uh, moment, or was it uh, something that occurred over time, or what was it that brought you to uh, accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? Well, that's a great question. So I knew Jesus as a little girl, and I used to uh, preach about how Jesus is coming when I was in kindergarten. But, you know, then, then things happened, life happened, and um, I ended up kind of more in the world. And um, when I was in college, I was feeling really discouraged because um, this guy that I was totally in love with, he had left and left me behind and for another woman. 
So a friend of mine said, you know, Joanna, you, you haven't been to church in a long time. And she said, I want to invite you to come to church. I said, okay. So I go, and I'm sitting there, and this is in Orange County, California, and it was a big church, and there's probably like, you know, several hundred people at this church. And I was raised Lutheran, so, you know, as a Lutheran, you don't raise your hands, you know, I thought people who had their prayer language were possessed by the devil, and I want anything to do with that. So I'm sitting at this church, and the topic was Standing Tall When Discouraged by Doug Webster, and I thought that my friend had told him what my problems were because it was spoke directly to me. And so at the end of the sermon, uh, he says, well, I want to invite those of you who don't know God to come up, but also those of you who have known God, but you don't know him. And my heart started pounding. I thought, well, I'm not going up in front of all these people. No way. And then all of a sudden my legs got up and I followed. And so I went up to the front of the church And I said to God, I said, okay. I said, you know what? I don't know you and I don't love you. I said, but today I'm going to give you my life. I'm going to give you my body. I'm going to give you my soul. And I'm going to do it your way. And I ask that you put a love and a passion in my heart that I've never known for you. And that was the beginning of my journey with the Lord. Wow. Amen. And I also want you to... would like for you to share your uh, testimony with our listeners and viewers of how you were um, challenged by Satan. He said to you, I wanna ki- I'm, I'm going to kill you. Why don't you sh- uh, share with our listeners that, what, you know, what that was all about and to encourage others who are living in fear, worry, and doubt, and anxiety because a lot of peop- uh, people today are really afraid of the devil. They are afraid. Oh, yeah. Well, and I used to struggle with tremendous fear. And, um, you know, especially at night, I used to have nightmares and torments for a season. And um, and I was also incredibly fearful of speaking in front of anybody or let alone praying for somebody. In fact, I was so people don't believe me, but this is totally true. Um, if I thought if I was at a Bible study when I was a baby, you know, baby Christian, and I thought somebody was going to ask me to pray for me, I would literally get up and go to the bathroom and wait in the bathroom, lock the door until I thought they were done praying. So that way I wouldn't have to pray for anybody. That's how fearful I was. And so as I began to grow in, in the Lord and I knew that I had an issue and I had to deal with it and because, you know, God's not called us to a spirit of fear. And that was a process. It was a journey. Um, and so then as I began to grow my confidence, you know, then I would, I would, I would hear these thoughts. I'm going to kill you. You're going to die. You're going to get sick. You know, it was these tormenting thoughts that would go through my head. And so um, as I began to read the word and I asked God, I said, Lord, I said, your, your word says that I can do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens me. Your word says that with you all things are possible. So I really had to dig in to fight that. And I want to encourage the, the listeners with this because, see, if the devil can get you to come into agreement with that thought, uh, you're going to die, you're going to get sick, and you, and you start coming into agreement with that, oh, no, I'm going to get sick, oh, no, something bad's going to happen, oh, no, I'm going to die. You see, now what you've done is you've opened up a legal door for the enemy to harass you or try and bring that to pass. So maybe, so what, like what would happen with me is, you know, I'd get that thought, oh, you, there's something wrong with you, and then I would get these pains in my body. 
And then I, and then I catch myself thinking, Oh my God, I, I, there's something wrong with me. Oh no. What if I have this? What if I have that? And so then and so it was a battle for my mind. And so I had to press in and say, and learn how to come out of agreement. So I want to give you a practical application with this. If you have that and you write down what that thought is, uh, whether it's, oh, I'm so ugly or I'm, I'm this or I'm that or this is going to happen, whatever your fear is, whatever that negative thought is, I want you to write it down. And then I want you to come out of agreement with it and say, I come out of agreement with this lie that I am ugly. I renounce it. Jesus, I ask for forgiveness for believing this lie because your word says the opposite. Then I want you to write down the opposite of what that lie is. It doesn't matter what it is. So, for example, I am, I am created in God's image. So if the lie is I'm, you're ugly, I'm ugly, then the truth is I am beautiful. I am created in God's image. And so that is, and that's how you begin to retrain your mind and come out of agreement so the enemy doesn't have a legal right against you. And so these are some of the things that we're going to be teaching at the conference because I think, you know, especially in this time that we're in right now, the enemy has tried to really get a grip with fear, fear of getting COVID, fear of getting this, fear of that happening. Oh, no, and now the gas prices are going up, and, and I don't know what I'm going to do for work, and I'm, I'm going to be forced to do this and do something I don't want to do. So you see how the enemy has really brought people into bondage, and Jesus is the bondage breaker. And so he's, we have all victory through Christ Jesus. His word says that we have the authority to trample snakes and scorpions and in the name of, of Jesus. And so I believe now, this is what I feel, is God wants these things broken. He wants this fear broken because inside of you all is fire, God's fire. So now it's time to let God arise. Let him ignite that fire within you and come out of agreement with the lie, with the fear. Amen. And don't agree with it anymore. And then renounce it. Amen. Wait. Amen. Amen. Break it. Don't it. Do. And that's how she helps me with that. I call her Joanne, and she, she'll give me these. she say, repeat after me. But, you know, stand in your heart. Believe what you're saying. And she'll give you, God, give her the words to say. And that's going to be all at the conference. I want to get into um, the conference, and I want to um, get into the television show, this TV show you guys have with Sid Roth. Let's, let's talk about that really quick. we got about five minutes because I want David to also pray for those to um, individuals who are paralyzed by fear. Amen. God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. So fear is really faith in reverse. It's faith in the wrong thing is what fear is. And so if you've been fearful, it says men's hearts failing them for fear. Fear is a powerful tool of the enemy. And fear can also be an acronym for false evidence appearing real, false evidence appearing real. So fear is faith in reverse. And so when fear comes and you begin to doubt God or doubt your position in Christ, this is what I encourage you to do. Doubt your doubts. Do you hear what I just said? Doubt your doubts. Doubt your doubt. When the enemy comes to me with a thought, something crazy, you know, you're going to die of this and that, this is going to happen. I begin to laugh because the enemy would not come and warn me about his strategy. Rather, he would try to get agreement from me, and he'd try to get agreement from you 
so that he has permission by faith in reverse with the wrong kingdom that he might bring it to pass. So when you hear the enemy come with a thought, you simply laugh. Why? Because he's overplayed his hand. He's looking for agreement, and you're not going to agree with him. When that doubt comes, doubt your doubt, believe your faith. Amen. Let's so not, let, I'm sorry. Go ahead, David. Go ahead. No, no, finish. I just, want to, I just want to break this fear off. Yeah. And uh, if you want to be free from fear, false evidence appearing real, because the enemy doesn't have any real power at all against you, except that which is given to him from above. John chapter 19, verse 10, Jesus says, there, there is no power given unto you. He was talking, Jesus was talking unto Pilate. Mm-hmm. He says, except that which is given to you from above. Anything that the Lord allows the enemy to do is only for a season. You may feel like you're going to the cross, and it may feel like a dark Friday, but Sunday's coming. The Bible says, for the joy that was set before Jesus, he endured the cross, not despising the shame. The scripture says in 1 Peter chapter 4, it says, Beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trial that is to try you, as though some strange thing happened unto you. But when you're reproached for the name of Jesus Christ, happy are you for his spirit and his glory resteth upon you. On their part, he's evil spoken of, but on your part, he is glorified. But let none of you suffer as an evildoer, a thief, a busybody, and other men's matter, or a murderer. And so if you're doing right with the Lord, you have nothing to fear, because the only time the Lord will lift the hedge and allow you to go through something, to go through the fiery furnace like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, is to give glory to God, and the Son of God will show up in your fiery trial, and you'll get a greater dose of the Holy Ghost, and you'll come out shining like the sun. We go from grace to grace, glory to glory, faith to faith. The path grows brighter and brighter as he speaks in our ear, and he leads us in triumphal procession in Christ Jesus. Now, with that foundation, I'm going to break fear off in the name of Jesus. You ready? Yes. Just say, I come out of agreement with fear. I come out of agreement with fear. I come out of agreement with fear. You're a liar. Fear, you are a liar. And I reject you. And I reject you. Right now. Right now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' mighty name. Listeners, you will be able to hear this broadcast again on Reaching Out uh, uh, by visiting, accessing our website at reachingoutproductions.com. Also, we're going to get a copy of Joanne's conference or update on that. You can also get that on our website after the conference. We'll make sure you have access. And really quickly, about the TV show, Joanna. We got to Before we get there, so, you, so what, what's going to happen is uh, we'll have more announcements as it comes forth. You can go to virtualchurchmedia.com, virtualchurchmedia.com. I've written about 15 books there on there as well. There's a, a lot of videos, there's podcasts, and there's teachings on there, and people often get healed while listening to the teachings or watching the shows or Joanna's music. She just dropped two CDs. Deeper Waters is one of her CDs, and the name of the other Joanna is? Her other CD that she just dropped deals with looking in the mirror. Amen. And I'm going to tell you, it is so powerful. She plays ethereal music as she gets a trip to heaven. She'll come down 
with the music of heaven and it comes into the earth. And people say when they listen to the CD or the download of the CD that can be purchased off our store link at virtualchurchmedia.com, they literally go to sleep and it's as if portals are open and angels ascend and descend. These aren't our stories. These are other people's reports, which are commonplace, where people experience the presence and the peace of God, where they, before they were fearful, they now have the shalom peace of God when they listen to the music. I'm a witness to that. I'm a witness to that. Every time she sings, I start crying. She has such an angelic voice. About the uh, TV show, Joanna, really quickly, I think we've got so, about a minute. So we're getting ready to launch that. We're going to do 14 episodes. We're waiting for the scheduling date. It's going to be called Quantum Christianity with David and Joanna, and we're going to release the glory of God, the knowledge of the glory of God into the earth on that program, and Joanna's going to sing. Yeah, and we're really excited, and um, I also want to encourage the listeners to check out the po- the ca- podcast that just came out with Sid. If you haven't seen it, it's um, David Teaches on How to Freeze Time, and it is powerful. So you can go to howtofreezetime.com, and then I also sing, and it's a very, God's healing anointing is very strong in that broadcast. Howtofreezetime.com will take you right to that 43-minute broadcast. It's got Joanna's music. I'm teaching on how to freeze time biblically, and people are getting healed. There's dental miracles. People are getting deaf ears popped open. They're getting free from emotional stuff. I know we're short on time. Howtofreezetime.com, virtualchurchmedia.com, womenofroyaltyconference.com. April 29th and 30th. Amen. And I'm telling you, her voice will literally have you in tears. It's just so, it's like refresh your soul. If my people who are called by my name would seek me and turn from their wicked ways, then I would hear from heaven and forgive them their sins and heal their land. If my people who are called by my name would humble themselves and seek me with all of their heart, then I would be found by them, says the Lord. For I came the captive.
children out of the wilderness. I am calling my people back to.